Dark Art Society podcast covers a variety of important and contemporary issues, including dark art, as well as other kinds of art, literature, film, music, also culture, philosophy, dreams, paranormal experiences, magic, and a whole lot more than that. I'm Mike Carell, director of Chet's Art, I Like to Paint Monsters, and you are listening to the Dark Art Society podcast, hosted by renowned artist Chet Zar. All right. Hello, Mike. Hey, Chet. <laughs> <laughs> You anyway. guys are just going to know why it's so funny in a second, because we're going to tell you all about it all on right. this episode. <laughs> so how's it going? How are you doing? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Yeah. How about you? I'm tired, exhausted, yeah. but it's making my voice very deep and resonant, re- resonant. So I think I'm going to do the whole podcast like this. Especially when you get your lips so close to the microphone like that. Yes. It's very <laughs> dark and mysterious, like dark art itself. And yet, not like dark art at all. So true. Anyway, yeah, no, I had, uh, <clears throat> I found out Friday that I had a, a, a space reserved at Nico Hurtado's tattoo convention that I didn't realize right. that I didn't realize I had because we had some communication mix ups and I was just so busy. I, I lost track of everything. So, um, the show, the Golden State Tattoo Convention opened at 4 p.m. on Friday. And I found out that th- at 3.30 that I had a booth waiting for me. And I was like, oh, shit. So I had to gather all my stuff up, you know, and I, I had to do a lot of work to get that all together. And then I missed Friday and went down Saturday morning early and set up and stayed until Sunday night. It was great, amazing, great tattoo convention. Nico's a, a great person. And uh, all those people are super cool, man. Tattoo communities. Yeah, the tattoo people are awesome. I mean, that was my introduction to you, really, and and all of this was through the tattoo community. I mean, not intentionally, but mm-hmm. the first time I met you was at the Paradise Artist Retreat, and then the first time that we got together to actually work for the doc when we st- launched the Kickstarter was for the Paradise uh, Tattoo Gathering. Yeah, yeah. It- Keystone. So all my first experiences meeting you in person were both at tattoo related conventions. Right, right. So like my introduction was definitely through that vein. So I, all the people I was meeting were all these people, these tattoo people, yeah, and they're all so cool. Like cool. It was so easy, to, cool. like so welcoming. I remember I that know, first time I, I came know. down to meet you, you didn't have time for me, remember? And uh, yeah, right. this, this group of people from Texas, these tattoo artists totally adopted me for the whole night, really? brought me over, all had right, me sit down, ate right. dinner with them, yeah, drank right. with them, talked with them. Yeah, it was super good. And I, you know, I mean, they didn't have to pay me any attention, but they were like totally invited me in, you know, and I'm just a random dude. It was super cool. It was really yeah, nice. They're really an amazing, amazing subset of society. Um, Paul Booth was there. I got to see him and um, that's kind of cool. And uh, cause he's, he's a, he's a cool guy and a friend and, you know, this amazing tattoo artist and he, uh, I asked him if he'd be on the podcast and he's totally into it. So, you know, yeah, so we should uh, line that up soon. He's totally down. That'd be great to have him so on here. Exciting. I mean, he really bridges the gap too, because he's this tattoo artist, but also he owns this gallery that last rights, right? Uh, that's, you know, pretty much exclusively dark art, you know? So, yeah. So that's, you know, he's really got his foot in both yeah, worlds, he, kind of standing right there in between those worlds. Right. Right. So he's, he'll be perfect. He'll be a great interview. So, um, that's exciting. And, uh, yeah, so I'm just, I'm just really tired still recovering and, um, yeah. 
I haven't even had a chance to breathe yet. Really. <laughs> you should see Mike. I'm having a hard time breathing right now, too. Um, I'm a little worn out, too. When I went hiking, I was wearing these rubber boots so I could cross the river more easily, and they're very heavy. And I have about boots. A lot. Anybody, yeah. that, anybody that knows with nail and I is going to know what I'm re- re- referencing. They're going to love that. But then I decided to carry, carry back like a, Andrew a Hawkins pound. is going to be the only one. I'm sorry. Yeah, right. There'll be more than that. <laughs> then I decided I'd carry back a 50 pound piece of crystal quartz with me. So, you know, for like the last three quarters of the journey. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm definitely also 50 feeling. Pounds? <laughs> yeah, dude, it was oh crazy. Oh, God. That's crazy. It was ridic- no, it was stupid crazy that I decided to carry it back. But I kind of just felt like I, I needed to. So I did. <laughs> um, yeah, wow. it was it, it was it was an excursion, to say the least. But I'm also feeling worn out. And then I've been doing a lot of wood chopping, too, because I'm heating my house with the wood-burning stove. So, All right. Got to chop wood if you're going to stick wood in the fireplace because it don't fit in any other way. Yeah. Well, that's what's up. When you're living well, let's get, to, let's get to the topic of this episode here because we have exciting news, something we've been talking about for months that we are now actually unveiling for everyone. Yes. And that is the Dark Art Society Patreon. Indeed. Yes. And it's all built and just being refined. And we're going to launch it today, right? Today today being when you're hearing the podcast for the first time, Wednesday. Yeah, we're going to launch it for you guys. And, and I, I'm excited because Chet's excited. Because I was excited about this months ago because I'm a two-stroker, as Chet says. Chet has this whole thing called two-strokers and four-strokers. And he's talking about engines here. And, motorcycle. You know, motocross. Yeah, motor, motor, motorcycle engines. And a two-stroker <laughs> being, you know, fast and furious but can't can't hold out as long. Whereas the four-stroker, you know, it takes a little longer to get there. But then it, you know, rides longer and, and more powerfully. So, you know, he's a four-stroker. I'm a two-stroker. And so I was excited. <laughs> about it but you know now now i'm excited again because chet's finally excited about it and we're doing it too and this is the thing that really that i I think is kind of the coalescing point of this whole entire excursion because really as we talked about first at the beginning of this whole podcast this is like one arm of the many tentacled beast that is you know the dark art society being the podcast one you know one of these tentacles and so we wanted to have a way to be able to bring people together and create a cooperative where we have these members that are all working together to build an organization that we can all benefit from you know resource-based dark art world here where we have a website for people where we can share information and we're able to continue to keep the podcast free have more uh more episodes hopefully and more guests and you know just keep the information flowing and so to finally be able to pursue this in a way where people can literally come together and and cooperate in such a manner as to bring about this result is just very exciting to me yeah yeah yeah, it's, I mean, we've talked about it a lot in the past, and um, just the the idea of the group of the Dark Art Society and uh, uh, what it is, because it's kind of being discovered as we go along what it actually is. But it's really the, just the beginnings of coalescing this movement, you know, into something. The people are already there, you know. It's not like we're out. We have to. We have. It's not like uh, you know. We have. Like the, they talk about the old punk rock days where it was like, yeah, we used to go to the, this big club that's all famous now. And there was like 10 of us in the scene. It's mm-hmm. not like that. It's like they're already everywhere. There's thousands and tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands. I mean, I got 100 and 
106,000 on Instagram. So it's 106,000. Well, maybe there's a few thousand that are uh, bots or something, but they're all people that came naturally to come follow my work. And, and there's other people like Paul Booth who's got almost 200,000. There's just, there's hundreds of thousands of people, I think. And um, so, but there's no central meeting place or Mm -hmm. anything to organize around. Everybody loves the artwork and everybody's into it. So anyway, this is just, this is, it's fun because, um, because it's, it's growing organically the way a real movement should grow. Yeah. Yeah, Right. Right. And this is, and we're hoping that this is just basically a rally point for all the splinter cells that, that already exist out there. And the beauty of this, the beauty of at least right now, the way that internet works and the way that we're able to operate as independent artists and independent entrepreneurs and also independent creators is that we're able to work timelessly and and without the limitations of space, you know, here we, we could be bringing people together from all over the world that are rallying around this thing and they don't have to be here and we don't have to be there, but yet we are still. And so, you know, it's like a, almost like a bilocation thing. It's, yeah. it's really exciting. Yeah. It's using the internet for what it's best at really, you know, which is connecting right. people in different parts of the world that couldn't or, ordinarily be connected. So yeah, it's, it's really exciting. And, um, you know, it's going to really help us to have money coming in. It's going to help us to be able to focus on this and, and really make it, come together and get a website built and uh you know you know and the thing is it's like we're still not 100 percent sure what we're even doing it's completely like you know that like i've said before like a painting where you 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 paint up to a point and then you know you're taking the step in the dark and then by the time you get to the next step another another you could see a little bit further ahead of you and a little bit further ahead of you i mean we don't have any big master plan it's just, it's just like, it keeps unfolding in front of us and we're just following this thing, you know, which well, is and the, and the beauty of it really about. is that, yeah, yeah, totally. And the beauty of it is, is that we're all, I think we're really trying to do here and it ultimately doing is it behaving as facilitators, you know right, what I mean? Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. it, it, what we're creating is actually being informed and shaped by all of the people that are a part of it. That's the mm-hmm. idea of a cooperative and that's the very nature of it. So that organic aspect, and then just being able to say, okay, how can we facilitate, you know, for instance, what do most people feel makes sense to what direction, you know, or should, what, for or, instance, a manifesto move, you know? And, right. and what and all these pieces of information that people have to bring to the table help it to evolve and then help us to better facilitate ultimately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do what does it what what do what does everybody need that they're not getting right mm-hmm. now that we could do by having a rallying point, you know? Resource right. resources for galleries or whatever, you know. All kinds of stuff. So, well, and and I think you also made a point one time with me, which I, we do make on the page once people see it here today, is that one of the things by contributing to the Patreon that you're doing is you're actually helping us to keep the resources free for people that cannot afford it. And that may not seem like a big deal, but it costs a lot of money to do the things that we do. All of this stuff that we're doing, this podcast, for instance, it's expensive. It's time consuming, not only energy but also resources. Microphones cost money. Space on computer computers cost money. There's a lot of money involved in all this. Platforms cost money. Admin costs money, you know? So for us to be able to, you know, be able to get enough coming in to make it sustainable, then we can keep all those people that really, honestly, there are people out there that can't afford $3 a month. There are people out there that can't afford, you know, 
they, a, a five five dollars a month, but most people can afford a buck a month. So if you could put down a dollar a month, you are actually making sure that this website gets built and is accessible for people. You're making sure that the podcast stays free, and you're making sure that the content and the way in which we're going about producing it is just higher quality in general. And right. that's that's the point, really. And and so I I think it's just exciting because it's an opportunity for people that have a little more to help some people that don't quite have as much, but that are working towards having more by utilizing their creation in their art form in order to hopefully sustain themselves, you know, and that's, that's the artist ultimately. I mean, I, obviously there are other people listening to this that are not artists, but still it helps them to also have the perspective of what it's like on our side looking out. Right. Right. Ah, I had such a good point and I fucking forgot it. How to write that shit down, man. I know. I know. It was a good one too. Take a mental snapshot. Did you listen to my most recent? Oh, there you go. Oh no, 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 no. (laughs) Now you messed me up again. (laughs) Uh, uh, no, I haven't. I haven't. You have a new emails from Infinity up? Yeah. Oh, yeah okay, cool, cool. That's why I, that was actually a reference to it. I was joking because I thought, because you'd been listening to all of them and yeah, I knew yeah. you were caught up. So yeah, the the next um, part of, actually, I'm almost done with, with the full audio book. Mm. I'm continuing the podcast actually, but oh, good. I'm almost done with the, with the audio book. And yeah, on this last one, I talk about taking mental snapshots and oh, a, a okay. whole tech, technique that, that I developed that I can, you know, pass along to people. Maybe that will remember. Well, maybe that will help me because I sure need it. Well, think sideways then. That's the other one that I always do. Instead of trying to think of the thing that you forgot, think of something that reminds you of the thing you forgot. I am too tired for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I thought of something. I thought of something else, and it may it may be it may be related. Uh, uh, oh no! You lost that too. Where's yeah. your caffeine water batch? <sighs> I drank it all. I'm on, I'm on a an, an energy drink right now. But uh, um, oh, uh, we could talk about you know the 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 reward. Oh fuck! I almost had it again too. My brain is fucked up. Um, yeah, the, the we're gonna keep it simple. The reward struct tier structure is gonna be simple and broad for now, you know, until we can figure out what's going on and, and what we can do and what people want and all that. Um, but we are going to have, you know, some, some tiered rewards like, uh, uh, the, um, the kind of the one I'm the most excited about really is what we just recorded before while we were laughing when we came in the pre-roll Mike and I, yeah, you, tell, yeah, tell them yeah we sorry. usually talk, bef- you know, before we, uh, start the show and we end up talking sometimes for like 20 minutes and yeah. uh <clears throat> and we just start bullshitting and it's and it's all and it's actually a lot like the show it's just that we don't and we always and i always say oh we should have recorded that you know right. or we should have saved that for the show so we're just going to record as soon as skype comes on we're going to start recording and then we're going to chop that little section off before we officially start and um that'll be a little separate video you can watch we'll have it as as a video right yeah, yeah, I'm going to host it on Vimeo. And so there'll just be, a, you know, a, a placard image. So it's kind of like a podcast. You could just listen to it. But the reason I'm hosting it there is that way then we can embed oh, it. It won't just be a video? Get... Yeah, it's a video, but I, but I, well, you want to record the video too? 
oh, I can't record the video. I don't know. Okay, how so yet. there you go. So okay, what? I, what I, it's basically it's kind of like a it's kind of like a podcast. You know, it's like how I have uh, the Dark Art Society on YouTube, where there's a placard right. to look at, right, but really right, you're right. just listening. The reason that I'm using that platform is because number one, it's a really good professional platform, and they have really good resolution. It's just a high quality platform. But aside from that, um, it allows me to embed directly and password protect these and, and encode them in such a manner that only you guys get to see them. So whoever's right. a patron, whoever's supporting the podcast, they'll get a list see whatever listen to these little things that we're doing um, in advance and that'll just be for kicking down a little bit of extra money to help us do this you know and so that's like that's just a fun little bonus that people will get you know and it's something that they'll get every week so they get a little extra dark art society podcast with right. chet and mike every week right and you know as it goes on uh, we'll, we'll we'll be building this little community within patreon of the like the hardcore people that are willing to throw down a little money and um uh, we can uh, really start getting more uh, personal interaction about what you would like to see offered as reward tiers as well, yep. you know, yep. and if it's something, you know, right now, the thing is right now, Mike and I are both scrambling seven days a week trying to hustle to bring money in. And um, so it's hard to schedule all this stuff in and make sure it happens every week, but you know, we're committed to doing it every week. And, um, having that support is going to make it to where we're not going to have to, you know, scramble as hard and be able to justify putting the time in. And, um, so it's going to, it's going to help. It's going to help the podcast be better. It's just going to help the whole movement be better. I think so. It will. And yeah. it's going to be because cheap the thing too. Is if, it's going to yeah, be if we cheap. We can devote our time. I mean, if you and you and I just need to be able to have a little more time to focus a little better because the better you focus, the better results you get. Right. And it isn't expensive. What, I mean, what we're talking about here is numbers. You know, that's what we, we believe in is there are a lot of people out there that want to contribute and help this thing become what it can be and be a part of it. And that's one of the exciting things actually is that, you know, as soon as you play pledge to this as a patron, you become a member, whether it's a dollar you pledge or the top tier amount. The, the reality is you become a member by pledging and you are ordered as the, the membership number based on when you pledge. So the first person to pledge is the first member of the Dark Art Society, yeah. the second member that pledges, so on and so forth. So, you know, you get to be a part of this thing, but also you get to help us to be able to focus better and do better work, you know, bring you better content and right. hopefully better resources. Yeah, because I mean, <clears throat> I'm afraid of this. I, I, don't, I don't want this show to end up being like a, a pledge drive. <laughs> <laughs> you, ever, you know, shit. like we're going, yeah, you're going to get it in, 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 like we're selling it. But I, I what I would really like to talk about is kind of like future plans, what we would like to see happen, you know, because I, I would love for this thing to be like, imagine if it became this huge podcast. I'm not saying like the Joe Rogan podcast, but imagine if it got like the Joe Rogan podcast, that would be crazy. It'd be amazing. I mean, Thanks. it would be huge. It would be huge. It and, would change the way that dark art looks in the world's absolutely. eyes. And that's, again, that's what we're trying to do is we're trying to, you know, legitimize for people who don't perceive it as legitimate and advocate for the movement itself uh, to a broader spectrum, to those people that aren't even on the fringe, but that are beyond the fringe. Right, right. right. Yeah. And it's, you know, on one hand, it's going to be, hopefully, if it works out, it's going to be a beacon for all the people who are looking for something like this, you know, that because they're like, there isn't really anything like this. And as far as the, um, uh, how did you put it? Uh, uh, explaining it to getting getting other people in that are involved that aren't necessarily into dark art. It's not mm -hmm. so much about. I've been thinking about this a lot. It's not really about um, 
trying to get the mainstream to accept us as much as it to the way I see it. Cause I, you know, I don't give a shit about if the blue chips or galleries ever accept us, you know, I've got sure. a, a bad attitude about that whole scene. I think it's fucking bullshit, but, um, uh, but I think that, you know, and I know you think this too. I think probably everybody thinks everybody in this in, involved in this thinks this it's, it's a, it's a healing thing. It's a good thing. It's, it's the dark art movement is good and it's healing and it's, and the way I see it, it's more like trying to help people that aren't involved. It's like, you're trying to offer them something, some kind of educate them. Yeah. And get, well, but, but give them, show them that it's, it's a pot. It could be a positive thing in their life, you know, cause I think there's a lot of people where it's probably right. I'm a lot of people where, where it's right under the surface, but they've, they've, they've not grown up in an environment where that's, it's even acceptable to, to look at it as art. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And, and it's, and it could be, you know, a real, you know, powerful force for someone who's not at all into dark art. And then, and then, and just to, to, to discover that this is okay. And, and, you know, these feelings they've been having inside are like, I'm not crazy. I'm not going to hell. I'm not the devil. You know, there's a lot of people in the Bible belt, I'm sure that are, that might be into this sort of thing, but, but it's the cult, their culture they've grown up in. It's just, you know, you can't even think about it, yeah, you know, yeah. consider it it's at all. True. So I think it's more of not so much trying to become accepted by the mainstream as, as much as trying to save the mainstream from itself in a way, <laughs> not really. That's, that's a joke, but just trying to just, just being open to helping people that might not otherwise know what it's all about, you know, just, yeah. you know, yeah. so I, that's, well, exciting. And that's the thing is that the only way that you achieve that kind of a reality is by reaching a broader audience again. And, you know, that, and the, that's what I think comes back to the beginning of this whole conversation here when you talked about the Joe Rogan show. Wouldn't it be cool if we became the Joe Rogan show? I mean, not that we want to become it, but that if we had that kind of reach, right? right. And, and again, it's because of that reach, because the thing is, is that the reason why the things that Joe Rogan say have become more acceptable right. and that he's part of that movement is because people listen to him. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so the I mean, more people he's... listen to him, the more it becomes part of the dominant culture milieu and right. the more people are informed by it and, that, and so yeah that's how that's the way the game is played and that's the way change happens really exactly. you know it comes from from the people you know it's it's but people need spokespeople i mean not everybody has number one the time or the energy or the networking or, or or the resources to make a podcast and try to get people to rally and really that's why i think it's kind of an honorable thing that you're doing because even though other people don't really realize it i know how much you don't want to be that guy i mean i know how much you don't want you know to be the the, mm -hmm. the guy that's kind of at the front and center of all of this and right. so it's it's a pretty honorable thing that you're willing to step up and do that because you realize that you know, it's someone like you has to be the person that does it. It has to be someone that already has an impact that mm -hmm. is already people know who they are and has a footprint so that you can build that reach even even more organically, but even quicker. And so, I, you know, I wouldn't want to have to step up and do that. Now, I'm not in a position to do that. But if I were, I wouldn't want to either. And I don't know if I would. That's the reality. Right. So for you to do it, I think is really it's an honorable thing because the people need leaders. The people need spokespeople and they need ones that have their their heads on straight and that have strong ethics and integrity and morals you know and not ones that they just talk about but ones that they actually live and i know you well enough to know that you do so oh, well thank you yeah i'd be completely satisfied just painting all the time <laughs> not doing any of the 
public appearances or, or, you know, really, I'm not, it's so against my personality, uh, to want to be the center of attention. Cause I'm, I'm really not like that. I, I've, I've always been very shy and, and, and it, but to me, it's, you know, it started off as, you know, I gotta, I gotta get out there and network and promote my art. And, and now it just seems like, you know, creating or coalescing this movement that already exists is, you know, the, the best way I could spend my time aside from my artwork. You know, it just mm-hmm. seems like the right thing to do for me. I don't really question it. You know, I just, yeah. I'm just going, it's like the whole, that's how you should live your life. You follow your nose, you know, you follow, you, you follow the, you follow the signs basically and just yeah. go with yeah. it and trust that, that, you know, you're not doing something totally st- stupid and making a huge mistake. <laughs> it's really like, I remember a, there's an Alan Watts, I don't know if I said it before. I've said it before on here, probably, but it was uh, one of his lectures, and and he was kind of saying that you know how people, every so many people are afraid of life, like everything outside of you is something to be afraid of and defend defended against, and and it's and he was just saying like, you know, ultimately, all life, this is really all one big organism, and so mm-hmm. it's like you're, if you are. If that is true and you are, I don't know, that's getting a little too flighty, but <laughs> I, I mean, you're, if, if, if your environment is you, if we are all one, right. The way all the great, you know, spiritual beliefs say, then you're, when you're against the life, because you're afraid of life, it's like, you're kind of fighting yourself and, and, right, and, right. And, it, and he put it, the, the point I was going to get to, he put it to, he put it as, you know, what are you going to do? You're going to, you have two choices. You, you could be afraid of life or you can embrace life and trust it. So what, you're going to not trust life. Okay. You know, you, you can trust it or you can not trust it. And it's like, it seems obvious to me. It's like, oh, you got to trust it. You know, that because right, right. if you not trust it, you're just going to be in conflict with everything. Yeah, you know, yeah, so you just totally. and, and and that's how I've lived my life, my, you know, my adult life pretty much. And it's worked for me. You know, yeah, it's like I've yeah. never, never gotten in a situation that I couldn't deal with. And I've been through all kinds of terrible stuff. But, you know, it's, it's you got to trust that it's all good. And then there's that Bible yeah. quote. All things work. It's all things work for. All things work for the cause of good for those who love the Lord. I think it's something like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, take the translation of love the Lord as, you know, those who trust that it's all good. You're all part of this one whole thing and you don't have to right, be afraid right. of everything, basically. Right. So anyway, that's yeah. kind of my where I'm at with it. But um, so I'm, I'm into it. I'm into it. I, I think it's I'm excited to do it and I, and I'm excited that uh people are excited cuz people seem really stoked about it happening too. Yeah, yeah. And, well, uh, people are excited about it. I mean, there's not a day that goes by where I don't encounter some message from somebody that I've never really even heard from that's like, "Hey, I just wanted you to know that I, you know, my whole life I've been living in this this place feeling like doing and engaging in this kind of material is bad and this is the first time I've ever felt okay about it." I mean, yeah, it's weird. You know, that's huge. I mean, yeah, just to do yeah. that to one person now, but I want to say real quick, I want to quote you because I think your quote's better than your misquote of Alan Watts. So here's a Chet Zar quote. Most people have this attitude that life is not to be trusted. You're always bracing yourself for life fucking you up. And it's crazy because we are life, you know? So it's like we're completely against ourselves in a weird way. We are this planet full of people. We are. 
So there's a Chet Zar quote for go. you. Well, rip it off Alan Watts. Whatever. <laughs> you, you said that of your own volition. Yeah. <laughs> Here's another one that's not ripping off Alan Watts. I'm going to do it to you again. He hates it when I quote him. Check it out, guys. You ready? I imagine a world where people are not afraid of their own personal demons. They're not afraid to look at them. And they're not afraid of each other. And through understanding, they've kind of made friends with the devil instead of trying to destroy it. All right, I'm done. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but you got to admit, I mean, those are both pretty apropos for what you, what you were just talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, basically the same the same point. Um, yeah. So it's exciting times. Uh, we hopefully we will add uh, uh, rewards and. Um, well, we'll definitely. I think we'll definitely tweak it as we go along. Yeah, There's the no t- the T-shirt, and, you know, we've got. It would be great to be able to afford to have membership cards and the T-shirt and pamphlets and packets to go out, and you know, we we'll take it as far as it goes. That's the yeah. thing. It's like we're here for the long haul. We've been doing this just on our own for 46 episodes or whatever it's going to be, um, past the point of the average podcast. I found out patting you on the back. Most of them fall. <laughs> Fuck you. Most of them fall off at this point. So we're in for the long haul and um, yeah. Well, then we want to, we, we want to, I, again, I think you brought up a good point earlier, which is that it's important that people are happy with what, are, what they're getting and they're getting what they want. You know what I mean? Right. And so again, it's like, we're going to give you what we think is valuable for the thing, you know, the amount of contribution you're asking for, but we're good. You know, the cool thing about Patreon is you can tweak it. You can change how the reward setups are and we'll notify you guys. Hey, yeah, we're going to add this, or we're going to add this, you know, we're going to give you more value for where you're at, or we're going to add this new thing that wasn't here before. We'd like Chet said, we'd love to do stickers we'd love to do shirts we'd love to do pins and all the stuff hoodies and you know but again what we have to do is deal with the reality of where we're at and that is uh, we're at the beginning of all of this and so that's why we have a very basic reward structure tier and it's and it's you know moderate amounts of of monthly membership but you know then you become an official member and we can then work together towards making these things even better right yeah what mike said what i said Okay, cool. My my buddy who was supposed to meet me, he texted me. That's why I said I had to get done by six. He's yeah. It's like five thirty. He's like, okay, I'm done working. So <laughs> I told him to go to Zello, and I'll, I told him I'll, I'll you know maybe try and cut it short. But he's like, take your time. So he's gonna meet me there. So anyway. That's what cool. I was typing. Um, well, no, that's fine. I, you, you're a multitasker. You know, you may, you may be messy, not dirty, but uh, <laughs> you, you are a multitasker. You're, you're a multitasker extraordinaire. In fact, I've seen you in the heat of it. I mean, when I went out to help you with dystopia and watch that whole thing go down and be there, you know, at your hotbed of creativity at your house, watching you work with all those people and all those moving parts, all those balls in the air and just, you know, keeping it all together and making sure everything's getting done. And I mean, I mean, I remember working on those those little uh, frame corners and you had me uh, spray painting them because the other person wasn't doing it the way you wanted it or they were busy with something else. And, you know, I remember it was just funny because I was like, OK, I'm going to start working on this. But then I was like nervous, like, oh, shit, what happens if, you know, I, I fuck it up? And, you know, but you're, I, I was so obvious you weren't going to let me fuck it up. You were like, OK, here's how you do it. And you did it. And you were like, do one and show me. So I did one and I showed it to you. You're like, well, it's not quite right. Do it a little bit more like this. And then I did it again. And you were able to stop and spot check all of that 
that stuff while you're also like building this mask and doing this monster yeah, was, and getting this <laughs> frames put together and you know trying to crazy. talk to the gallery and you know working with Lee and yeah, yeah it was it was so cool to watch you in, in action because I've never really gotten to see you in that stage of it you know what I yeah. mean like when I came out from ego death it was different right. I mean I came out twice but each time it was a it was a different scenario than that particular experience dystopia was wild yeah yeah that was not usual but you know that's one of those things where you have to when you have to do it you just do it you know and it was i just had to do it so i did it but uh yeah but it was you know all you people helping that made it happen so i couldn't have done it alone that's for sure um, well, again, that's that's the whole thing. It's a it's a community. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's exactly. <laughs> that brings me to another uh, good point as well. Um, that uh, you know, one thing that I know we can make happen, I'm sure of it, is once we get this dark art society going, is we can um, curate shows, you know, and have gallery shows. And you, yeah. I. I'm sure we could get one of Capro. I'm told, um, you know, I haven't asked him, but I'm pretty, I'm, maybe I shouldn't be saying that on the air like that being presumptuous, but I'm sure that they'd be, they'd be into it. They'd be totally into it with a really killer lineup. And, um, be excellent. and, um, imagine doing like shows in different cities. So people, you know, around the, the country or even around the world, if it gets big enough, can, we could have shows and you know, it doesn't really matter the gallery necessarily it's yeah you know yeah. it doesn't have to be a dark art gallery but any gallery that's willing to show just so we could get shows around for because some places i hear that all the time from dark art artists and dark art fans that there's just nowhere no gallery that shows that kind of stuff and i mean there's like not unless you're in not unless you're in big big cities or or more progressive smaller mm -hmm. cities you know right right and there's you know i mean i there's copro there's Last Rites Gallery, there's Hyena Gallery, and Dark Art Emporium, and the three of those are in the LA area. One's in New York, and then, I mean, I can't think of any others off the top of my head that are really focused on the dark art community, <clears throat> you know? Yeah, yep. So, well, yeah, I mean, the, at least in this country, I imagine there are still some in, you know, in Europe that we're not familiar with and stuff like that, because I know you've shown in Europe before, even if those galleries aren't around, I'm yeah, sure they're that, not. That that's thing's thing. still... That's the thing. They're not around anymore. There's not uh, none that I know of really. Wow. Yeah, Interesting. Yeah, it is. So there's a, well, you know, again, that's the beauty of this. Cause there's kind of the power behind that. You know, you've got a podcast that a lot of people listen to. It's getting a lot of reach. You build this Patreon that gets these members. And again, that gives us a little bit more weight to be able to push ourselves through. Exactly. Doors. Oh, and the other thing I wanted to mention too, is that, uh, you know, the bigger the podcast gets, the bigger the guests we can get, you know, because, you know, there's going to be probably, I, I imagine, I mean, we're just pull, pulling from our pool of people that we know. And luckily we know all kinds of amazing artists, but um, there's some probably bigger names that are, you know, not going to necessarily go on something that doesn't have a large following. So the bigger following we, we get on here, we may have access to, you know, bigger and better guests I mean, not well, and the, necessarily yeah, better and, guests but you know what i'm saying like more high yeah. profile people which will in turn get the word out more because they have more followers you know and 
I don't know. I don't. I, well, there's a lot of cool artists out there too that we're not even familiar with because, like you said, we have a circle and our circle's only so big. Right. I mean, I remember this is kind of crazy, but I remember back in 2008, I went to the Portland Art Museum and I was in the gift shop afterwards, and I got this book, and the book was called Dark Gothic Art. Okay, mm-hmm. and I was like, and I picked it up because it was like you know all the other. It was like a, a typical you know art museum gift shop where they have all these art books and they're from all the different eras and all the different blah blah blah. And then I found this one in there that's like I was like dark gothic art hmm, you know and I pulled it out this is 2008 and I'm looking through it and I'm looking at some amazing stuff I mean some of it was not so amazing but right. and I still have the book actually it's right oh, over really? on my shelf I managed to still keep it after all the books I've gotten rid of but the funny thing is is that I remember seeing artists in there that were doing big stuff cool shit and I've never heard of them I mean now you know now that I'm in the actual art community and I wasn't then actually right. but now that I am I've never heard of any of these people, you know, and they were, I mean, some of the pictures of the installations and things, these, some of these people were doing were pretty amazing. I mean, I, that's why I kept the book. Cause it's just, it's like, wow, what happened to these people? You know? Right. So again, I think the point of that is, is that there are people out there that, you know, their game is big enough that they're not messing around with social media to try to sell or produce or ex- exhibit any of their artwork. You know what I mean? Right. But they still may be doing some really amazing yeah. work. It just, yeah. that they're in a different place with that. So to be able to get in to, with those people, People so we can say, hey, what are these people doing? And do they have routes to help the Dark Arts Society get in, right. you know, some well, stores like, into bigger it, places? Yeah, it's just like hooking up with uh, um, the One Fantastic Week podcast. I can't sure. remember who, whoever hooked me up with that. Let me know because I forgot who hooked me up with them. Pete, uh, Pete Morbacher. And uh, I forgot the other guy's name. I'm sorry. But the, it's these, these two artists that do the One Fantastic Week podcast. Even that. Going on that show, we're going to have Pete on here because he's a big proponent of do, do DIY and for artists. And um, that just broadened our audience, you know, because a lot of these fantasy artists have, you know, have do some dark work as well. And so it's just made the, the community larger. I mean, I was into fantasy art as a kid before oh, yeah, I ever was here. into dark art, well, you know, because they're. I, I mean, there was, for me, for me was there coincided. was no such thing as really dark art in when I was in elementary school, except right. for like iron maiden album covers and stuff like that was the only thing i could get that was like dark Mm -hmm. but you know they didn't like i wasn't exposed to like art but there was a lot of science fiction fantasy kind of art that as a kid you can get your hands on you can't i mean dude i would go to the library the elementary school library and the only cool books they had they had this one that was like myth monsters and religion or something and it was like a one of those oversized books that had all the pictures of like you know all these mythical monsters and stuff Mm -hmm. and that was like that was gem to me, right. you know, because because that I got to see real monsters, right, you know. Right. There was no fucking internet. There was nothing. It was the Dewey Decimal System right. back then. <laughs> what about that? Just gives me an idea too. Having a um like a book, you know, section of a bunch all of these gr- great books that, that pertain to dark art, even not uh, directly. There's so yeah. many cool books that. I'm sure I don't know about and a lot of the view. There's probably people, a bunch of cool books that I have that a lot of the dark art dude, community people comment about. all the time. Honestly, on the Dark Art Society Facebook page, people comment after our episodes all the time, and they're like, "You guys need to make a list of all these books that you right. talk about, and these movies, and these artists." And yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, to me, that's a dead, that's a, a you know, a dead set for the web page is an area where it's like things we talked about you know, that you might want to look up, you know, and have right. categories because you know, and and also. 
The other thing that Chet and I have already created that we'll unlock here as soon as the Patreon's going is we actually have a secret group on Facebook that's just going to be for Dark Art Society members. Mm-hmm. And that'll be a place where we people can just get together and share information like that, you know, and uh, we can talk to you guys about things you want to hear more about and things, you know, that you might want to inform us to record more about. Right. So it'll be a great way to come together, share art, you know, it'll be a group so you can go in there and share your work with other people in there and network and, you know, so it'll be yeah, an exciting little, little piece of the puzzle. Yeah. And you're sharing it and speaking amongst the people that are the most hardcore, the most into it. So it's not like yep. you're getting any kind of uh, peripheral people that, you know, just kind of stop by and maybe want to just troll out or whatever. You know, exactly. this is like the real people. We all get to know each other, you know, yep. know each other by name. And yeah, I just don't see any. You know, as long as we don't turn into assholes, I don't see any <laughs> negative side to the thing growing bigger, you know, and that's, I'm sure, always the challenge for <laughs> any kind of success with anything is not to turn into an asshole. But um, I don't think I, I just my wife would never I, let, I my wife would never this. let me turn into an asshole. That's the bottom line. You couldn't let yourself turn into an <laughs> asshole. You should give yourself more credit, dude. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't I could know. see myself turning into an asshole, but I couldn't see you turning into an asshole. <laughs> Yeah, I probably have too much guilt to turn into a total asshole. I'm anytime I do anything remotely assholeish, I feel guilty as hell about it. Even when I'm justified, it's like it's a weird issue I'm, I have. But I'm being facetious, obviously. I know, but I know. Uh, you know, I the, the thing is, is that you know, I think that the point of all of this is that. For this whole process, however, like you said, 46 episodes or whatever, people have been asking us, well, how can we mobilize? How can we get involved? How can we help shape this? You know, and that's not just because they want us to answer their questions. That's because they actually want to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, here we are now at the door of the, you know, people actually being able to be a part of it. And today, you know, we're recording this on Monday, so it's a little weird for us because we still haven't posted the Patreon (laughs) yet, but you guys will be listening to this on the day that it's posted. So, you know, it's exciting for us now because we kind of feel like, all right, we're opening the doors and now everybody gets to roll in and, and it really becomes what it is, which is this, this cooperative, you know? Yep. And so it, you know, right now, hopefully people are going and looking at it and saying, yeah, I can throw down three bucks a month or 10 bucks a month or whatever. Right, right. Because that's the thing, that that's what this is all about. And that's why I'm so excited. I mean, more than anything, I'm excited to be able to do it. It's do justice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I can't really add to that. <laughs> it's true. Look at your face is so great. You're, just, you're like very frank, just kind of like you look like a Quentin Tarantino character almost. <laughs> um, yeah, and I mean, maybe that's something we could do eventually as well as you know, live podcasts. Yeah, do yeah, fig- love do, do live or do live video podcast. podcasts. So you can video see our podcast. ugly faces and see Mike's dog running back and forth, and it's just exciting. It's just exciting, and 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 you know, be, because of what how we want to do this it's it's really going to be like like you said the cooperative angle it's like you're going to be able to help shape what it is every yep. one of you you know and, and it's it's just, and you have a, and you have a benevolent dictator too so right. I'll, I'll, I'll never i'll never i'll never treat you bad if anybody forgot, forgot where that came from or hasn't heard that episode, you got to find it. It's one of the best things I think I've ever heard Chet say. You never heard ever. that? Benevolent. That's what they, that's like an old saying. Oh, know? no, I know the saying. Yeah, I'm just, like, it, was, it was, I've never heard you say anything, <laughs> even like mildly or oh. remote like that. I mean, I never would have thought something right. like that would have come out of your mouth because I never would have thought you'd be in a position to have to do it. You know, I mean, I don't don't know. Be wrong. sometimes I just say shit. 
and don't think no, about it. No, it was but. true, though. I mean, that's the point <laughs> is that everyone's coming together, but you're this facilitator, you know, and you got to make hard and tough decisions sometimes, you know. I just I just had to play, give you a little bit of shit and rib you a little bit. Well, I, I want to say something, too, before I forget. And you probably, you're, you might not even know this, but um, um, Stupakis has a new podcast. I saw that actually. Yeah, it's called. Yeah, that, that's exciting. Yeah, him and David Hochbaum, who's a, an artist Dude. I showed with way back when I first started showing with uh, Strychnine Gallery. He's a really cool guy too. I miss Dupacus's voice, honestly. That guy's got he a great you. voice, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's a soothing voice to you. No, he's, great. He does have a great voice. He's got a great laugh. He's a, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. He's, and um, it's called. Gimme Babel and Babel is spelled B-A-B-E-L. Gimme Babel. And it's basically David Hochbaum, David Stupakis talking about art, talking about their art life, their struggles, you know, the whole thing. So it's another cool art podcast that's happening. And as far as I'm concerned, there can never be too many. You know, I'm not yeah. I don't think we should be um uh fighting each other over space or anything. We should be supporting each other because, you know, there, there's Tons to talk about. I'm always wanting to hear more, you know, and, and there's so there's so many people out there. And so I'm excited for them. So give me Babel. Check them out. I just only got had a chance before we started recording to listen to the uh, beginning of it. And it sounds like it's going to be really fun. Um, and then the other one I've mentioned before, but I want to give a shout out again is because uh, th these are probably the only couple podcasts that relate really relate to what we're doing okay there's the one one uh sp specifically for for artists but um uh one fantastic week podcast i mentioned there's the gimme babble and there is the painting loft with all oh, uh, right with uh scott holloway jessica and, and, scott. and yeah jessica perner who are both great artists and do dark art and they have a uh a very uh casual podcast where they just kind of turn the thing on and talk and bullshit but it's it's really fun it's really good they they, they do their art crimes I, I there's some tips we could use from them they have like a thing where they it just little features like a thing called crush of the week where they where they talk about something they're crushing on you know something mm -hmm, they're into mm -hmm. that week it's yeah, you know, yeah, good stuff like that. Um, they have an art crime segment, and uh, yeah, it's always good to pick up on on the stuff that other people are doing because the thing is, there are always going to be people out there doing things better than you, and you can always do better. So it's like, I mean, that's even how I, you know, how I, because you know me, I don't even listen to podcasts, but like that's how I got my emails from Infinity thing all set up was listening to podcasts, finding ones that I liked, right. and then being like, man, what are they doing right? right. You know? And then how and can then I just how try? Can I, yeah, how, how can I adapt that in such a fashion but, but, that? But, but you not know. even how can I uh, adapt that? How can I make it my own and add my own spin on it? So it's not just, yeah, you know, sure, just not sure. just a rip off, you know, it's like use it as inspiration. And, and we, and we all should be doing exactly. that with each other because exactly. it's just going to get, everything's just going to get bigger. And, you know, this is how we're going to take over the world. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chet does believe that dark art can change the world. And if I you do. don't know that you should, you should watch my film. Chet's are, I like to paint yeah, monsters. That was, you know, what was so cool at the, at the convention, uh, I sold a bunch of those. It was so weird. Cause a lot of, you, great, I've man. had conventions where I haven't sold one of those DVDs. And then this time I sold, you know, I don't know how many, like 
10 or something, which is kind of a That's lot. So awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's just so exciting to know that it's going out there. It's a weird thing. You know, it was weird when it first went out into the world and it was like, whoa, this thing that's been my baby for like four years. That's just like, I'm yeah. coveting, you know, that yeah. it's out there, but it's even cooler now that it's been out there and that more and more people are slowly but surely picking it up because, right. you know, it just to know that, you know, your voice is out there helping people to think about things in maybe a different manner is just one of the most I don't know. There, there's nothing better than that. It's yeah. like the best eye, you know? And one dude, one, this uh, tattoo artist came up to me and he's like, uh, he really, he's like, yeah, I saw the podcast or the, the uh, documentary. It was so, so good and inspiring and it made me cry. And then he said, yeah. And then my roommate or a friend of mine was over and he saw the, the documentary and he just, put it on one day when I was gone and he's like, man, this documentary made me cry. <laughs> it's so cool. That happens man. a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, it's so cool. That was the craziest thing. I never ever considered that anybody would cry from it. I mean, I felt emotional at times watching it because I was talking about my dad and all this, you know, personal right. stuff. But I just I just never thought it would touch people like that. It's such a little cool little Gift I know to I have did. that. That's you know what I mean? I especially for you. I mean, especially you know, for you, you and I were formulating it. It was like what we wanted was we wanted to make sure the story was complete. That's the thing. Right. And that's like so and what's funny right, is, is I know the know? stuff that gets people, the stuff that makes them feel that emotional way is the stuff that you and I worked so hard to make sure we got in there and that right. we fit it in such a manner so that it told the story. So yeah, like the gratification yeah. of that premiere at the paradise artist retreat and having all these just really like, cause yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I hate to be a stereotypical person, but we all perceive through stereotypes. So it's like, you see these really big guys that are just like thick and muscular and tattooed, you know, and they come over and they're like wiping tears out of their eyes and telling you that how moved they are. And again, it's like, of course I know everyone cries, but at the same time to have them publicly do that yeah, yeah. and really feel touched on that level. Like, I mean, I, I walked away from that experience like, wow, yeah, holy shit. I know, I, no idea. I know. I no know. idea, you know. I mean, I knew I was telling a good story because yeah, yeah. it was that's yeah. why I was doing. I it, thought the same thing. I was like, "This is a good movie." I, you know, I'm trying to separate myself from it. This movie is good. I just didn't realize it was going to hit people like that. And it's, uh, it, it's just, yeah, it's, it's super gratifying. I, I'm. It's funny because I'm always pushing it, and it, and I'm, and I am always telling people, I'm not. I swear to God, I'm not pushing this on you because it's promotion for me. I'm pushing it on you because I really think this is a really good movie. I, I'm proud of it. I'm proud to be involved in it. And I think you'll enjoy it, you know, and, and it, sometimes I'll, I'll see people at the conventions that I just give them one because I just get a feeling like they would dig it and they don't. Yeah. And, and they and they, had got, they got like a $20 print, you know, or, or they're really careful with their money. They don't have a lot of money. I'll, yeah. I'll give them one or sometimes even a book What I'm because the book is the same way. I'm like, I, this book is so, I love this. I love my black magic book, man. I just it's think it came out book. so perfect. It, it perfect. came out exactly like I had hoped. And your first book came out exactly as you hoped. Well, and your first film came yeah, out yeah. exactly as you'd hoped. That's pretty good. You're shooting <laughs> hey, aces. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, the point being is I, 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 you know, I've given those away before to people that didn't have the money. Cause I just knew yep. they would to totally love it like that. Um, I think I talked about in the podcast where I met this woman who was a young, a young woman who was uh, um, studying to be an art historian. Did mm. I talk about that before? And she didn't know that anything. That sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah, she didn't know. I think I did. She didn't know anything about the dark art movement. I'm like, I got to tell you about this movement. It's happening. Mm -hmm. It's a real movement. It's you need to know about this. This is this is what you live for. You know, it's like right. movements that just happen, not movements that, you know, a group of rich art 
people decide is going to be a movement and then start promoting it or, or whatever. It's like, this yeah, is a yeah. grassroots real movement. And I was so excited to, to tell her that I gave her the book and I gave her the documentary yep. and I'm like, you're well, an I art just, historian. You need to dude, know about this. Shit like you're going to be too, there at the beginning. You know, I have, I, I don't get out like you do. Mm-hmm. And so what I do is like, cause I've had a lot of foreign people that really want to watch the documentary, but like you said, they may just not have enough money right. or it's going to be a hassle because it's, you know, shipping overseas and all of that. And I'll just end up giving them the link to Vimeo and changing the password, you know, because I just think they need to see it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I just like can feel that this person just like you need to see this. There was that one girl I told you about who's in college who's writing her dissertation on dark art in right. Scotland. Remember? And she mm-hmm. hit me up and she was like wanted to know all about, you know, what was going on with it and why no one's writing about it or talking about it. And I, I was like, well, I could send you the, you know, the, right, the yeah, yeah. That's more- she's like, I don't have money. She's like, I'm a student. You right. know, and I was like, well, here, you got to watch it because you got to understand like a, whatever we're saying about it, you know, because mm-hmm. she sought me out. And how weird is that? Like that just right. me so weird. I just never thought I'd be that guy. Like I don't feel proud about it. It just trips me the fuck out. Like, <laughs> whoa, dude, people are hitting me up because they're going to write a college dissertation. I know. I, know. I had me about it. I had uh, at least two people come up to me. Let me see. I think it was one this weekend and one at the last event I did, which I don't remember what it was, but they told me that they did a, a paper in high school or a paper in college on me. And it was like, oh, no, two, no, no. It was this time. Two people said one person said they did a, a paper on my artwork. Who, this girl who was a fan. She's really nice. And uh, this one guy said, yeah, my my I had a class on hands and heads, like drawing hands and heads. And we had to study you at one point. I couldn't believe it. A, wow, a, a teacher cool, at, a, at, a, at a college. I couldn't that's believe so it. Cool. It's so amazing. But that's why so I'd love amazing. to get the documentary into into schools, you know, mm-hmm. because the thing is, I think the documentary also has a lot of potential just for artists on an educational level. You know what I mean? If nothing else, for inspiration. But there's the, all the bonus features that have the time lapses of you painting those paintings and stuff. I think that stuff would be golden for, you know, people teaching. Yeah, yeah. So, again, you know, I mean, you know, the 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 uh, licensing for, for education is out there. So if anybody from First Run Features is listening, y'all should mm-hmm. think about that. Push it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, um, uh, maybe we should make this a parting shot because I um, sure, yeah, you got it. My dude just uh, texted me and said he's at Zello, so I gotta go head over to Zello. But um, the famous Zello. Yes, yes. He said, uh, uh, I mean, what was I gonna say? Fuck. <sighs> yes. God. Okay, I remembered. Okay, don't say anything. I was gonna say the uh, the uh, the reception to the movie. Don't say anything. And you know, seeing that it hits people emotionally that way, and the the art, the dark art movement touching people that way, because I hear that all the time as well. You know, just the the movement and the appreciation for the work being out there. Um, I guess I was specifically talking about the movie though, because it kind of makes up for the other stuff we didn't get that we were supposed to get, like a really great distribution <laughs> you know what yeah, i mean right, totally. it's like okay we didn't get the killer we thought we were getting a killer distribution we so deal. we so thought we were going to be on netflix and it so didn't go that yeah. way and we're, we are we, like and you we said it does get offset it on that there. blow yeah yeah and um at this point we just we're kind of tied into this thing and it's cool and it's all you know i trust life so it's all you know yep. i know you it's do happening exactly as it was right, supposed to happen. right but point being uh, i was trying to get to was that um uh 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 oh shit this guy just texted me he wants to be done hold on hold on um 
now he's going to screw me up and I'm not going to remember. Uh, just the, the gratification is, is of, of seeing that it touches people that way is makes up for the fact that, that we didn't get the wider release that we had hoped, you know, it it's like, you can't, would you rather have, if, if you had to choose between the two, would you rather have a huge release and not getting that kind of reaction or a smaller release where it's really touching people. And I think we, yep. me and you both are like, we'd rather have the small, Easily. no question about it. I mean, no question. It's, I mean, the whole thing, even throughout the whole making of that documentary, the whole entire thing was like, this is for the fans, first and foremost. Right. This is for the Kickstarter mm -hmm. people that gave me money to make this film, and they're the real deal because they've been following this guy right. and they give a shit. So it was like, I'm making this for them first, mm -hmm. but I want other people to dig it. And, and so the thing is, it has hit all those symbols. I right, mean, again, right. I've gotten everything I need out of it, you know, and I'm glad that you get, that you're getting paid off of it. That's exciting for me. Really. I mean, I'm so excited. You have this line of DVDs that you can fucking sell, dude. That's yeah, so yeah, sweet. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's not, it's not a moneymaker, but you know, I, I, I order them in bulk and then it eventually comes back. And so it's cool. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's a trickle effect, but it's another thing. And the thing is, and you know that when you give that to somebody, the all in all likelihood, they're going to be touched. So it's like, you're not just giving them a greeting card. Right. It's like a hallmark, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're giving them something that an hour and 20 minutes that may actually affect th them in such a way that they might spring liquid from their eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're, you, you can tell we're both super excited. I am, uh, you know, this is, there is my life is, you know, obviously my wife and my family and my artwork, the dystopia book and that whole thing, the reality of that, creating that world and the dark art society um, and the dark art society podcast that those are like my, that's my life. There's not really that's anything it. outside of those things. I should think of a fifth one because it should be a five, but um <laughs> But that's it. So this is, you know, this to me is, I just, I know this year is going to be it where it all starts happening for all of us. i really, really believe that. And, and it's, and I think it's ironic. It's not ironic. It's perfectly synchronous with how uh, fucked up everything is. Cause it's, you know, a lot of times, what was it? Uh, wasn't LSD developed at the, uh, at the same time that the atom bomb was first atom tested, bomb, yep. you know, it's like this yep. shit happens when things get bad. There's always like this really good thing that comes to kind of counteract it. And I think, I think we're part of the good thing. I, I yep, think that I we're too. part of the good thing that's, that's going to happen. So, yep. and everybody that's listening too. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's us. It's all of us. We're going to do it. So, um, yeah. You want to say anything else? No, I'm pretty satisfied. I'm just glad that everybody tuned in and I hope that you all head over and check out the Patreon and see if you can throw down a little bit of Skrill and help us to make this thing even bigger than it is. And obviously continue to give us your feedback and continue to share us and do ratings and reviews and comments and all that kind of stuff. Don't forget, guys, commenting on a thread drives it into people's view. So, you know, if you like it, that's cool. But if you comment on a post on social media, it's just going to drive it into more eyes. So don't forget right. to comment. It helps. Yeah, and we're going to, you know, really bust our asses to make sure that this is something worth your money and your time. Yep. You know, it's 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 means the world to us. So, um, you know, you I think you I think you guys trust us. Um, and so we're not going to let you down with it. So let's do it. We will not. All right. Well, guys, tune in next Wednesday and we'll catch you guys all for another episode of the Dark Art Society podcast. Goodbye. Peace.